Welcome to the Madeira Tribune podcast sponsored by Pacific Metal Fab. I'm your host, Nugase Gabrendrius, and of course, we have our favorite co host, Tyler Takeda, who has been off for quite a while dodging this podcast and myself. Uh, we have a special guest today, Madeira South uh, head baseball coach Alan Sandoval, is here in the uh, podcast room with us. Tyler, do you want to go ahead and get us started? Heck yeah. Um, Alan, thank you for joining us today. You guys had a great season, um, had the ups and downs going through the C-Max schedule, but getting that number one seed, the expectations are there. We just didn't come through at the end. But still, tell me about the season and, and what you guys learned from everything. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, well, it was <laughs> it definitely was a roller coaster. We started off 10-0, and and uh, we were playing really good baseball at the beginning. We were, um, uh, at that point, before C-Max had started, we, were, we had a Division One win. We were we had a division two win. We were five and one against division three, undefeated in our division. We had things rolling, um, and then we yeah we kind of hit a bump there in the CMAC. Uh, we we underperformed in the CMAC, and uh, but we, still we did enough on our resume to get the one seed, and that was huge for our program. First time ever, first time ever getting the one seed. Uh, we finished about five hundred this year, first time in a long time. I, I have to double check to see if that was uh, it had to be either first or second time in the CMAC era, um, and then you know we. <laughs> We didn't perform in the playoffs, but we returned 14 guys, and we're excited for that. And uh, you know, moving forward. And but going through the CMAC, I mean, we're this year's team. One of the mantras, or one of the things that we were talking, that the kids were always talking about. This is the season of firsts. I mean, first time you go 12 and 0 or 10 and 0, you win that preseason tournament for the first time. Um, you sweep a team for the first time in the CMAC, you get the one seed for the first time. So it's not like a lost season. It may seem like it because we, you lost the first round playoff game, but yet a lot got accomplished this year. Yeah, there, I mean, there's so much accomplished this year and, you know, so much to be proud of. Um, and, yeah, losing the first round was tough, but we can't forget, you know, everything that we did, everything that these guys did, you know, these 15 guys. And, um, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of, lot of stuff that is going to stand after this year in Madeira South history, and that, that's all those guys. Yeah. And, and um, tell me about yourself a little bit. You you came from Kerman. Yes. From that baseball factory over there. Yeah. Um, was your head coach Bruce? Yes, Bruce was my head coach, yep. Okay, so do you know that he's the classmate of mine same year? Oh, I actually did not know that. <laughs> same <laughs> I year. I didn't, okay. I, I've known Jason. He Was he, was he always – did he have that sarcastic uh, personality with those – Little bit of jokes as well while he was coaching. Yep, that's Coach Bruce. Yep, <laughs> yeah, still does to this day. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, but still, tell me about what was part of that like baseball program. What were some of the aspects of that program that you tried that you brought to Madeira South? Oh man, everything. Every, there's just so many similarities with with what I'm trying to do here at Madeira South and what was done in Kerman. Um, I was part of that rebuild in Kerman when Bruce first got there. Um, where we he got to a Valley Championship in 2010. I was a freshman in 2007, and we weren't very good. Um, but he kind of did the same thing that I did. He played a lot of underclassmen, brought them up, got them ready, and then, you know, uh, my senior year, we were in the Valley Championship. We lost in the Valley Championship, but, you know, for him to get us there was was impressive. So I just try to do a lot of what he did, you know, instill, instill some of that toughness. We do a lot of the same um, drills that he did, and, um a, it, it's a our program is kind of a copy of the you know early 2000s mid 2000s uh Kerman program now it's also too one of the things you wanted to bring over is you wanted to bring over the drills and specifically drills and and practice 
habits to get these kids ready for the next level. Yes, right? absolutely. Oh, you know, that's something that Coach Proust did a really good job of. He had some, you know, played at Fresno City, spent some time at Fresno State. So he, he a lot of knowledge from some really good coaches. Um, and so it'd be, I'd be a dummy not to bring that over. Yeah, but this year you got a Murph. I mean, just tell me about Murph. I mean, obviously, if people don't know Murph Gray, by the time he graduates next year, people are just going to know Murph. I mean, you don't have to say the last name. And, and people might even know that his real name is Tristan, mm-hmm. but everybody knows Murph. So mm-hmm. tell me about Murph and what he brings to the program. Man, Murph, Murph is a special kid. <laughs> uh-huh. He is the best player in the Valley. Um, next year, for sure, he will be. Um, if he wasn't this year, I, I still think he was this year. He probably was last year. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, exactly. He is the most respectful kid you'll ever meet, and that comes from his parents. If you ever talk to his parents, they are the most respectful people you will ever meet. Um, you most know, dedicated and loyal as well. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, Murph, Murph stuck with us. He's, he's, he's in our program. He you know, probably could have been somewhere else, but he decided to stay home with his, like I always tell him, with his best friends and the, the guys that will be there for him when he gets married. And, um, you know, and so it just, it, he's a special kid with a tremendous work ethic, with a tremendous talent who um, is going to do great things at the Division One level in, in, uh, in two years. And then, you know, then the sky's the limit from there. But also by having a player like Murph, and then he might start getting scouted next year, it also brings to spotlight some of the other kids to give them a little bit more opportunities that they may not have if they don't have somebody of Murph's caliber at, at a game watching them. Yeah, hey, absolutely. You know, he's just, he just attracts so many scouts. And there's going to be we, – we saw it when we played San Joaquin Memorial this year. We saw a, a stand full of scouts. You know, there were 10, 11 easily. And we're going to see that next year. We're going to have those scouts on our, at our games next year. And, yeah, exactly. You know, that that is going to hopefully open the door for some other guys and – um, you know, whether it be at the JUCO level, at the four-year level, whatever. Um, but it's definitely, you know, definitely people will be watching, and so they need to, to be ready for that. Because I think there's about three or four kids next year that can go to the next level. Somebody like Xavier Cantu for what he does behind the plate, and I think for me he's just a solid kid mm-hmm. behind the scenes. What Elijah Tang, who I call the, the smallest number three hitter in the Valley, mm-hmm. um, Brian Monges. Mm-hmm. And even the twins. I mean, there's so many kids that can bring, that can um, get their game elevated and can have those opportunities. Uh, absolutely. You know, the, the talent is there. It's just now. Now they have the experience, um, and now it's just about putting it together with people watching. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially the guys that can run, like Monjis and Tang, and um, it, you know, speed speed pays, and speed has to be reported, and that's something that you know scouts keep track of and. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for that, for Murph to bring that to our program. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be good for good for all our guys. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I kind of want to bring this back because um, I remember, um, I think it was a Thanksgiving weekend tournament or something like that. I was, went out to Selma to watch the Stallions play. Um, a young team, very raw. Um, you know, I first started coach, uh, watching Madera South for the Tribune when Bobby Waits was the head coach. And so, you know, I saw it transition into your hands, and I, I remember you telling me that, you know, you wanted to just, you know, build a foundation for the future. And so, you know, now is kind of the future you were talking about, and, you know, to see it um, progress from, you know, just a bunch of young kids who needed direction into, you know, like you said, a number one seed, 
you know, having one of the best players in the Valley, mm-hmm. you know, arguably coming into next season as one of the favorites, possibly to win the CMAC. Mm-hmm. You know, how does that feel for you personally just to be able to kind of guide them to this point that you're coming up to? Um, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said that it, it didn't feel good because it feels great. You know, it's it's kind of everything's coming to to, fru- to fruition or everything's coming coming together. You know, just kind of how I had envisioned it. Now I envisioned it a little di- ending a little differently this year, <laughs> but you know, um, yeah, it's it's. I think that's just a, it just shows to how hard these guys have worked and you know all the work that they've put in. They've trusted the process. They bought in. I told them that as freshmen, you know, we're gonna take we're gonna take mm-hmm. some some hits. We're gonna take some lumps, but. Um, stick with it and, and, and things will get better and you know this year it showed it showed that you know trusting the process works and aha uh-huh, you know hopefully next year we really get to see even more progress mm-hmm. um, now um, you know one thing Tyler and I spoke about not too long ago was um, you know performances like your performance against uh, San Joaquin Memorial I think mm-hmm. you put 10 runs on you know one of the best teams in the area mm-hmm. and it's very similar to Madera High as well they had a great performance mm-hmm. against that squad also um, you know just in terms of the baseball in general mm-hmm. uh, and the level of play here in Madera you know what are your thoughts just in terms of being able to you know match those bigger schools like Bullard Memorial things like that yeah um, I think baseball here in Madera is really good at both high schools even at uh, Liberty High School and even it's going to be pretty good in Matilda in a couple years as well um, so I, the baseball is really good here uh, we have talent here and um, we might not be there quite yet with the Bullards and the San Joaquin Memorials um, but I think guys here in Madeira are gritty and tough and I mean they're not going to those games to get embarrassed they're going to those games to compete um, and, and I think it's, it's shown over the past you know somewhat years I know it was tough because a couple of years ago when the, a lot of these kids were fresh playing on the varsity squad, it wasn't pretty. You were telling me then it wasn't pretty. Then we go last year, it was it was it still wasn't pretty, but there were some flashes of brilliance. And I, I tell uh, Coach Sandoval all the time that if these kids would have had that season last year, they may have been uh, uh, maybe a 10 or 11, 9, 10, 11 seed in the playoffs be able to get that playoff experience under the belt, kind of knowing what it is, and they come into this year, then they would have had a better form. Is that kind of what you thought, too, about not being able to have that, that second half of last year? I mean, you guys had, what, seven, eight games and weren't able to finish out. Yeah. Wasn't able to get that experience that these kids need. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no excuses from my end, but that losing that year last year was huge, and it's just huge for a lot of guys that, you know, for a lot of guys this was their first year the varsity level for the for Jair, Jazir, um, they would have had a full C-Max season in their belt. Um, just like guys like Josiah Meza, Aiden Sua, they lost out on games. They lost out on the summer. They lost out on the fall, which is huge. Those guys mm-hmm. needed those reps. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, losing losing last year was huge for a season, but it was even even more crucial. It was even worse that we lost our summer and our fall because we, we came back in February it was like, all right, our first game is in a, in a month. Go get them, you know, go get them. But that also says to the point to where, you know, you guys played Sanger, then uh, you had the, uh, the series at the end. You guys started to play better, even though it was against, you know, you got beat down because those other teams were really good. Mm-hmm. But yet it started, the play started to pick up. Kids, like you said, Josiah started hitting the ball. Um, you're off, you're, you're starting, your lineup started to be, um, there wasn't many changes 
He had the lineup at all at the end of the year. So it started to come together. It just couldn't hit with runners in scoring position. <laughs> yep, that's what it was. That was our kryptonite. We just we left in 28 games, 258 runners on base. Um, that's more than 10, about 10 a game. That's about 10 a game, which is not good. Not good. As a coach, um, you know, how do you address that? Is it um, timely hitting? Is it, um, you know, coming up in the clutch? You know, how do you kind of address that? Yeah, um, you know, it was just about, you know, asking guys, like, to want to be that dude, want to be that guy that steps up in that situation um, with no fear. Um, and, and, you know, we, we we really didn't have that this year. We had a lot of guys that were still timid. I don't know if it was because of the lack of experience or what it was, but, um, you know, that's definitely an area of focus for this summer, the fall, and moving next year. I, next year, it's going to be a lot better, um, especially now that they've had the, that that focus. And they'll be seniors. All those guys will be seniors. All those sophomores will be upperclassmen. So they're going to want to be that dude. Um, but, you know, it's just, yeah, it just goes back to that. They just have to want to be that guy that drives those runs in. So without this goes without saying, obviously. Next year, has the goals already been set? Do the kids already know what 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 that goal is supposed to be? And basically you say here, here's the summer, do what you need to do to be able to reach that valid championship goal. Yeah, so you know, we're we're we, we know the goal. Yep, we, we we definitely know what the goal is. Um I also want the goal to be um to shift it towards being a top team in the CMAC as well. Uh, you know, we don't want to just, again, settle for a fourth, fifth place in the CMAC. We want to be, we want to be CMAC champions, honestly. Um, and we'll have the talent to do it. We just got to, we just have to put in the work. Um, but yeah, they know what the goal is. They know what they have to do. A lot of the guys know they have to hit the weight room hard this summer. We have a lot of small guys. Um, and I think, I'll just, for Madeira, like when you saw the difference between us and Madeira High, sure, they were senior heavy, but a lot of those guys were just stronger than us. They were, they, they were better athletically and that was the difference between our series and theirs and you know it's it's the reason they're still playing and we're not we definitely have to become more athletic hit the weight room hard and um you know to move towards that goal that we have that kind of opened my eyes right there when you said that because that's probably what happened in that three game three day three game set Mm -hmm. by the time you hit that third game like you say you guys aren't physically fit as well a little drained a little tired and they're strong and built Mm -hmm. and Senior heavy, obviously, mm-hmm. and we're already able to withstand that. Yeah, and, and that's I think that's what it was. And I think that's just a product of our youth as well. Um, we're, we're, we still have some guys that have not gone through, you know, not their, their bodies still haven't developed yet fully. And, and they won't in high school, but at least they, they'll, they'll move towards that where they're a lot stronger. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's and next year just naturally – you know, something happens from your sophomore to your junior year and your junior to your senior year where you just get bigger, stronger, mm-hmm. um, and that's where we'll be next year. So I think that's going to have a lot to do with our timely hitting as well. Um, it's not that we were terrible with, with that. We, we weren't striking out. We were hitting a lot of ground balls that just weren't getting through. We were hitting a lot of balls that didn't get over outfielders' heads, and with, with getting our bodies right, so that's something that will change. Well, all right. I'm looking forward to next year. I'm – so, in case people don't know, I'm the announcer for the team when they're at home. Mm-hmm. So, I got a, I got a front row seat watching this, this Stanley team, um, watching Murph and those crazy – I mean, those – I don't know how kids can hit – when he's on, I don't know how they hit that ball. That, that slider he's got breaks about six inches at the last minute. I couldn't even see it. I couldn't <laughs> see it. I, uh, like we talked about before um, – 
I had the opportunity to watch Kofer and Murph go at it on the mound, and it was one of the best games I've seen in a really long time. And like Tyler said, just I could not see the ball when Murph threw it, and <laughs> those kids are crazy to even attempt to swing at it. So. I, was, I was like, I couldn't. I, I some there's there's a couple of pitches that I saw that broke so bad. I'm like, I've never seen the, that pitch break that hard at a high school level. So it's gonna be exciting next year. Yeah, we we. Meaning, me being the announcer guy, watching these kids, and coach, I know, expect great things for these Stallions next year. Oh, I'm excited for next year. I'm, I'm already I'm already itching to start summer ball. We have our, we have our first summer ball game next week, so I'm ready to go and, awesome. you know, ready to start building for that and, you know, ready to go compete for a Valley Championship with a great group of dudes. And thank you to Madera South head coach Alan Sandoval for joining us on this edition of the Madera Tribune podcast. We'll be back next week with more interesting topics and hopefully a new guest for you. But um, like we said, thanks again for joining us.